book of John, chapter number 18, verse number 28. John 18 and 28. Jesus stands trial before Pilate. Then led they Jesus to Caiaphas, to the hall of judgment. It was early. They themselves went not into the judgment hall, lest they should be defiled. But they, that they might eat the Passover. Pilate then went out unto them and said, what accusation bring ye against this man? What accusation do you bring against this man? And they answered and said unto him, If he were not a if he were not a criminal, we would not have delivered him up unto you. Then said Pilate unto them, You take him and judge him according to your law. You take him. Yes, Lord. And you judge him according to your love. Yes, Lord. My Lord, do y'all. Oh, heaven, Holy Ghost. You take him. And judge him according to your laws. <laughs> See, we as mankind, we have our own law. Amen. And you know what street I'm on? I'm on God's street. When it comes to folks. Because I used to be on the street of judging folks according to your law. <laughs> Amen, somebody. Amen. You know, you we you you can become so judgmental mm -hmm. of people. Yes, yes. According to your law, not God's law, your 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 individual law that you may have set up, or your law that you may have learned from the world. Yeah. So see, they they had their own laws and According to their laws, 
See, when you can be honest, God can help you. We both said we've torn up churches. But see, God will forgive us. Them. <laughs> so he said, it's not all for us to put any man in there. That the saying of Jesus might be fulfilled, which he spake, signifying what death he should die. Then Pilate entered into the judgment hall again and called Jesus and said unto him, Art thou the king of the Jews? Jesus answered, Sayest thou this thing of yourself, or did others tell it thee of me? Are, are you asking me of your own knowledge, or did somebody tell you that I'm the king of the Jews? Pilate answered, Am I a Jew? Your own nation and the chief priest have delivered you unto me. What happened? Jesus answered, My kingdom is not of this world. If my kingdom were of this world, then would my servants fight that I should not be delivered to the Jews? But now is my kingdom not from hence. Pilate therefore said unto him, Are you a king then? Jesus answered, You say, mm -hmm. I am king. Thank you, Lord. Notice, to this end, was I born? Come on, somebody. Amen. That's right. To this end, was I born? That's why we as a church, we got to stop judging folks. Because we don't know to that end why that person was born. Come on, somebody. Amen. We don't know to the end why this man was born. We don't know to the end why this woman was born. So let's not throw our laws upon people. Let's throw the law of God. Because I don't know to this end why this man and this woman was born. Amen, somebody.
of why I was born. Now look to your neighbor and say, God, she's to the end of why you were born. Come on, somebody. See, when we get that mindset, we'll stop judging folks. Yes, Lord. Amen. We'll, we'll, we'll start to help folks. Last time we gave out food, man. A man and his boy came by. And his boy was all high. But I said, let me pray for him. And he said, pray for me too. <laughs> so we all got together and we prayed. Yes. And he showed up today. Mm -hmm. And said, I'm out here just trying to bring the people together. Amen. <laughs> Amen. And I said, where you boy at? Oh, he down the corner doing his thing. Time I asked about. It. Because we don't know to the end why folks is born. He might be a preacher. He might be an organ player. Y'all hear what I'm saying? He might be a prayer warrior. He he amen. He might be going through, amen, so he can get that experience so he can go help somebody else that's on drugs. Y'all we don't understand. So our job, amen, is to reach out and let folks know I love you in Jesus' name. God loves you too. Amen. Because to this end, he said, well, I, I was born to be a king. That was the purpose of me being born, is to be a king Amen. and to save my people from their sins. He said, for this cause came I into the world that I should bear witness, watch this, unto the truth. Everyone that is on the truth, they would not only hear my, but they will continue to hear my voice. And Pilate said unto him, what is true? What is true? What is true? What is true? He asked the question. <coughs> Having stood be in the midst of truth. When he had said this, he went out again unto the Jews and said unto them, I find in him no fault. Notice, I don't find no fault in him. Y'all find fault, but I don't. <laughs> I'm learning so much as a pastor, y'all. Amen. Mm -hmm. Oh man, I done killed so many folks. Judging. But can I tell you something? Pilate said, I find in him no fault. Because he ain't did nothing to me. Now, if he did something to me, then I find a fault in him of what he did. But if he ain't did nothing to me, I ain't got, I, I, I don't find no fault in him. 
came walking down the aisle with booty shorts on. Would you find fault in the prostitute? You know, would you find fault? Right. Or would you ask yourself, do I find fault or does God find fault? Because when God looks at that man or woman, God looks at them as their child. That's bad. See, God said, oh, behold, all souls are mine. So that soul, that belonged to me. But it's bad. Yes, Lord. I'm about to show y'all something, Mark. But you have a custom. I should release unto you at the Passover. one. And therefore that I release unto you the king of the Jews. And they cry all again, saying, not this man, but a <clears throat> So let me show you this thing in Mark 5 and chapter number 1. God opened up my understanding to this on Sunday. Man, oh man. And they came over unto the other side of the sea, into the country of the and when Jesus was come out of the ship, it says, immediately there met him out of the tombs, notice, a man with an unclean spirit who had his dwelling among the tombs. <laughs> Good God. Notice. He was a man that lived amongst the midst of dead folks. No man could bind him, y'all. No, not with chains, because that he had been often bound with fetters or shekels and chains, and the chains had been plucked asunder. And the feathers were broken in pieces. Neither could any man tame or control him. Now notice his condition. Everybody see this man's condition? Amen. He could not be controlled at all. Notice the condition the man was 
mountains, cutting himself night and day and crying. No man could tame him or tame him. No man could control him. Every time they put fetters and chains on him, he bust loose. So you might have seen this man and said, he ain't got no hope. But notice what happened, y'all. But notice when he saw Jesus afar off. He ran. He didn't just jog, y'all. He knew this must, he must have heard about Jesus somewhere along the way, y'all. Amen. He must have heard there's a man named Jesus who's been casting demons out to folks. Amen, somebody. There's a man named Jesus who's been raising folks from the dead. He must have heard something about Jesus that caused him to see Jesus above and run. And the word worship means he bowed himself down to worship. Do y'all see that? Notice here. That while you can't throw no stones at nobody. But I don't know too many people that came in in this condition. <laughs> uh-huh. Hold up. Hold up. Go down. And cried with a loud voice and said, What have I to do with you, Jesus, thou son of the most high? El Elyon, I adjure thee by God that thou torment me not. Notice, for he said unto him, come out of the man, thou unclean spirit. And he asked him, what is your name? And he answered, my name is Legion, for we are many. That was the unit of the Roman army. Had about 3,000 to 6,000 soldiers is what they said. Now here's a man that had thousands of demons in him. He was so far gone, he didn't live like normal people. He lived, he made his living in the midst of the dead, in tombs. Every time somebody would try to tame or control him, they couldn't do it. Every time he was bound with fetters and chains, he would pluck them aside. But somehow he knew there's a man named Jesus. And he's the only help that I got. Amen, somebody. There's a man named Jesus, and he's the only deliverance So here's a man that was bound with many demons. Thank you, Lord. You know what? I believe everybody got good in them. And that there ain't nobody out there that wants to be bound. You know what? Because right here. Go, 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 go back, go back to verse number six. When he saw Jesus, there had to be something in him mm -hmm. right. that caused him to reach out to Jesus. Thank you, Lord. There had 
to be something in him that was tired, good God and glory, of crying day and night. Tired of cutting himself. Tired of my Lord not being able to be tamed. Tired of being bound, my Lord. Tired of being under control. There had to be something in him. I was tired to cause him to see Jesus afar off and run and worship. Yes. Pilate said, I don't find no fault. But he asked what is true. And Jesus said, I am the way. I am the truth. But we can look at somebody's life and say they're not living true. But suppose they're like this man. Somehow he must have been tired of being bad. Somehow he must have just been sick and tired of being bound to see Jesus afar off and go run to him. Thank you, Lord. Uh-huh. You know what the difference is between us and folks out there in the streets? Escape for your life. That's the only thing. I was just like that man, only in a different condition. But when they told me about Jesus, amen, what do you mean? I saw Jesus afar off. I didn't know Jesus like I knew him now. Y'all want to hear what I'm saying? I only knew Jesus according to my condition at that time. But when I saw, when they told me that there's a man named Jesus, amen, that will heal you from your alcohol. There's a man named Jesus that will heal you from your drugs. There's a man named Jesus that will deliver you. I had to run after him and bow down and say, Lord, I want to be saved. Yes, Lord. Lord, I want to be healed. Lord, I want to be delivered. Lord, I want to be free. Lord, I want you to help me, Lord. Amen. I might not know who you are. Amen. I might have to, I, I might see you afar off. Amen. I might not know you like the pastor knows you. I might not know you like that sister that's been in church for 30 years knows you. But good God, I know you just like I am. And the way I'm coming to you is, Lord, I need some help. Well, he knew. This man and Jesus is the only one. Notice the Bible said he saw him afar off. It said this man ran. Can you imagine being chased by a dog? All that word. Uh-huh. That ain't, ain't ain't in a long time. Now you you yeah, you're gonna be running for your life. You know what? I believe that's how this man was running. Mm -hmm. yes, Lord. There was something in him that wanted to be free. Yes. There was something in him that did not want to be bound by those devils. Yes. That caused him to see Jesus a long ways or far off and start running to him. Yes, Lord. He had to escape for his life. Sometimes you watch 
movies where they done kidnapped a little girl and put her in a basement. And they done kidnapped several of them. And they've been in basement for years. Some of them died, but there's always somebody that's got some hope that escapes. Yes, Lord. They had to run for their life. Jesus. Because they knew that on the other side of the door of this basement, and on the other side, on the outside, there's hope, there's a life, there's freedom. This man knew when he saw Jesus, he knew there's my freedom. Good God, man. Oh, y'all are hearing that. There's my freedom right there in Jesus. Come on, somebody. If you're bound, there's your freedom right there in Jesus. If you need healing, there's your freedom right there in Jesus. If you need salvation, there's your freedom right there in Jesus. If you need to be loosed, there's your freedom right there in Jesus. But I got to be like this man here. I got to run. Escape from my life. That's what they told Lot in this family. Escape for your life. That's why we, we've been over here several years. Not any goodness that we have done. But I'm running from my past. I'm running away from my past. I'm not going back to my past. I'm running away from my past. And as I'm running, I'm worshiping Jesus. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Uh-huh. So the man had to run for his life. He ran for his life. You know what? Five right there, y'all. Yeah. 
see, the Bible says we're not wrestling against flesh and blood. So that was three spirits that I was involved with in one night. Something that's got that man or woman bound. Yes, 
ass Lord. I had an experience with the demon. Shh. Some of these folks know. Years ago, women was in the storefront. Lady would come in only during Sunday school. And she would always sit there with her head down. She would not lift her head up. She always sit there with her head down. And God definitely went with me on spirits the week before. That Sunday morning she came in. And I was teaching on spirits. She wasn't budging. So I wasn't wrestling with her. I wasn't wrestling with flesh and blood. But when I pointed at her and rebuked that spirit and said, you trying to kill this ministry, then she lifted up her head and had a smile on her face and said, yes, I am trying to kill this ministry. Y'all remember that? So I was not wrestling with her flesh and blood. I was wrestling with the spirit and the spirit was not budging as long as I was teaching on amen on spirits. Oh, y'all y'all hear me now. Jesus always rebuked the spirit. He spoke to the spirit. I wasn't until I spoke to the spirit and acknowledged you are spirit. And the spirit rose her head up and she had a smile on her face like the joker. On that man. Oh, I cut some crowd back. Amen. I can't. Amen. So we don't know the condition that people are in. Yes, Lord. I was young, Pastor then. I told her, get out. But if I would have known what I know now. Probably would have went and prayed. Mm -hmm. I ain't afraid of no spirit. Right. Mm -hmm. Amen, somebody. Amen. I'm like Ray Parker Jr. I ain't afraid of no ghost. Right. Y'all hear me now? <laughs> Amen. Why? Because I got the Holy Ghost. Come on, somebody. Amen. I got the power on the inside. Amen. To pray and rebuke that spirit. I got power on the inside. I ain't afraid of no spirits. When you got the Holy Ghost, that's one of them. Amen. You got the authority. God said, greater is he that is in you than he that's in the world. Amen, somebody. He said, but you shall put the word power down. He said that when God, when he give you the Holy Ghost, you shall receive, my Lord and my God, go down if you will. You shall receive. Keep going. That ain't power. That not power. There you go, right there. There, you receive some force now. You receive miraculous power. Yes, Lord. You receive the ability. Amen. You receive the abundance, which is over and beyond. You receive some meaning now. Now there's some meaning when you, when you, when, amen, when God in the Holy Ghost, there's some meaning in your prayers now. Yes, Lord. There's some might in your prayer. Notice, might, mightily or mighty, mighty, a mighty worker. Now you're a mighty worker, God, because you got 
Because if they would have came by, I would have said, let me pray for you, man. My armor bearer said, go, go, go on up in the inside. <laughs> but I got to let y'all know Amen. that when God give you the Holy Ghost, yes. you are a mighty work. Good God and glory. You ain't just mighty. You are not just anybody. You are somebody with some power on the inside. He said, I am not just a conqueror. I am more than a conqueror. And the devil got to get behind me. Amen. That's why God said, this is your neighborhood. Okay, I don't care. The pastor up the street. I don't care the pastor around the corner. When I preach, I'm preaching under the authority of God. I'm crying loud. I'm sparing not. I'm preaching with some boldness and some power. That's why these three folks respect me. Amen. Because they know I'm going to give it to them real. Amen. They know this is a place to come when I get ready to get saved. This is a place to come when I get ready to be delivered. This is a place to come when I get ready to get healed. Why? Because there's a power on the inside. And it's not me. It's the Holy Ghost on the inside. Amen. And we got Cigarette smoke. 
So here come the enemy. See, the devil always got to talk to you up, up, up here. That way, nothing. Come here. Come here now. Right up here. That's where, we, that's where the devil is talking. Right up there. Right up there. Yes, Lord. So here comes the devil. No, don't do that. Because of what they're going to think. So I failed that test. So it got to come around again. Amen. You know why? Because God may have delivered that person right then and there. See, we got to get into a place where we can be 100% usable. And when we're 100% usable, we do what God tells us. So I guess we uh, I haven't arrived there yet, but I'm pressing. As long as you're pressing, you're going to make it. As long as you acknowledge, Lord, this is why I went wrong, forgive me. Give me the strength and the courage to do your will 100%. Yes, Lord. Because that could have been the moment that, that, that God would have taken a taste of cigarettes out their mouth, out their heart, out of their spirit. We are a mighty work when God gets to hold us. A mighty work. And you know what? We can pray for folks and God will deliver them. But he may not deliver them right then and there. But you ready for this? But you prayed and God delivered them. But it may not have been manifested at that time. Amen. So what do you mean? We got to walk by faith. Faith, if I lay my hands on you, you're going to get healed. Faith, if I pray for you, you're going to get delivered. But you got to have faith too. That's what I'm talking about, walking in the authority of the Holy Ghost. And, 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 and since I have no Holy Ghost, when you don't exercise the authority. I said, when you see the Holy Ghost, you shall receive power. That power, that's authority. He said, when you get it, you have received authority. Now, what are you going to do with it? That man ran to Jesus because he knew that this is the only one that can do this. Notice Jesus never hesitated or questioned. Jesus was so confident 
He could say, stand up, arise, and walk. The lady had spent all of her living. She gave everything to physicians, but when she ran into Jesus, she was healed. Jesus said, greater works y'all going to do. So what is truth? Truth is living in the power and the authority and walking and exercising the power and the authority of Jesus Christ in you. Am I living in truth? Am I walking in? Am I exercising the authority of Jesus Christ in me? What is truth? Let me put it down. What is truth? 